0: Welcome back to be the sought after entrepreneur podcast. This is episode number 14, and I'm your host, Catherine Thompson. Thank you as always for tuning into this episode. But before we dive in, I want to give a big shout out to one of our listeners of the week. Daisy wrote a must listen to Catherine's passion and drive for business is undeniable. I have learned so much from binge listening to her show and look forward to her weekly episodes. Thank you, Daisy, for taking the time to leave a review and recognizing my passion and drive for business. I love reading every review that comes in, so don't forget to leave one as it really helps me know that my message is resonating with you and, but more importantly, helping you in your business. Plus, I love shouting out my listeners of the week. Now, today's episode is a topic that is near and dear to my heart. As a high achiever who has spent the majority of my life chasing and striving for more, I know all too well. That the chase of the freedom lifestyle will keep you broke and unhappy. Something the majority of entrepreneurs went into business for. Do you agree? And selling the escape, the freedom, the pretty travel photos, in my opinion, perpetuates the cycle of entrepreneurs who aren't totally satisfied with their business, who have spent lots of money trying to make it work, but still haven't. We heard from Morgan Gillis on episode number 12, share her emotional journey of struggling for three years as an online coach. It's a story I know all too well from my own experience in my brick and mortar. Although we were selling a lot, it was a struggle for me personally. I had chased freedom, the freedom to be my own boss, the freedom to create on my own terms, the freedom to take vacation when I wanted to, the freedom that lots of marketing sells. And six months into my business, I felt completely duped. And I'm going to share why right now.
1: After generating over a million dollars in sales and selling one of her businesses with a single email, your host, Katherine Thompson, takes an unconventional approach to marketing and sales. So if you're ready to tap into a more powerful way to be seen, heard, and a sought-after entrepreneur in your industry without having to spend endless hours marketing your business and chasing clients, you're in the right place. Be the Sought-After Entrepreneur podcast is here to help you ditch the cookie-cutter one-size-fits-all approach to marketing and use your unique energy to effortlessly attract the most aligned clients. When you do this, you can spend less time marketing your business and more time doing your soul work and enjoying the richness of your life. Welcome to be the sought after entrepreneur podcast. And here's your host, Katherine Thompson.
0: So as I mentioned, this topic is super near and dear to my heart, because I really feel like this story of the chasing energy or the constant striving energy without taking the time to sort of relish in the moment of life right now, here and now, Has been the story of my adult life to a lot of degrees and probably even childhood. You know, I was always striving for excellence, whether it be in athletics or education, career, once I, you know, graduated from my undergraduates and my masters. And so that chase and that strive was something that I was really, really good at until I hit massive burnout two years ago. And I've shared my story of burnout with y'all quite a few times, but that was my wake up call more than anything. And so two years ago, nearly to the day I published a blog post on Screw the 9 to 5 about how chasing freedom as a business owner will keep you broke and unhappy. At the time, I had been the proud business owner of a local brick and mortar, but I was also deeply unhappy. And I know it seems super weird to hear that in sort of like two sentences, like how can you be super proud of the business that you have, but also be super unhappy at the same time? The thing was, is I was really proud with what I had built because we had done an amazing job. I just knew and was coming to the realization that what I had built and what was continuing to grow wasn't going to afford me the thing I desired most, which was freedom. Something the majority of business owners and entrepreneurs I talk to say is the biggest reason they started their own business. The freedom to be their own boss, the freedom to make their own schedule, the freedom to go on vacation when they feel like it, the freedom to create on their own will. It's why I started chasing freedom in the first place. But if you're like most business owners I talk to, running your business doesn't afford you the freedom you expected. In fact, most business owners say they work way more and a lot harder than they ever did in their previous jobs. And maybe it's... The never ending to do list that never actually gets done. But as business owners, we feel the pressure to get it done sometimes at all costs. Unlike a corporate job where you can clock out at five o'clock or six o'clock and go home and clock back in at nine. When you're a business owner, you're thinking about your business and work usually all the time and all the things that need to get done. Or maybe it's the late night sessions trying to get your books in order so that they aren't a complete mess when tax season rolls around. I know that's what we experienced. I remember handing our books to my dad and my brother, who are both accountants, at year end, and we handed them their books. And my brother, in, in the way that he can, in a very kind but questioning response, said, you know, typically when we get books, they're finished. And my husband and I are like, what do you mean? These are finished. We did the best that we could. And he's like, no, 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 no. Like we need them at a different level in order to do a proper assessment and all of that, which we then went on to hire a bookkeeper as a result, because we had such a mess of our books in the first year. And or maybe it's working the entire weekend because your staff called in sick and you need someone to open your store. Or maybe you're just a solopreneur right now and you're wearing all the hats, all 500 of them. From tech support to customer service representative to inventory manager, bookkeeper, heck, ugh, I hate the bookkeeping part of things, marketing manager, and the list goes on. Am I right? It makes chasing freedom appealing, I'd say. Personally, I know I took way less vacation than my six-figure corporate career offered, which was five weeks. So I was getting five weeks at my corporate career when I walked away from it. I was being paid six figures. Most people thought I was nuts. And when I opened our brick and mortar in the first year and a half, I think I had taken one week, maybe. So I was getting on average one to two weeks max, because that's all that we could really manage at the time. So I'm not saying it from like a martyr perspective of like, Oh, look at me, I work so hard. It was not that at all. It's just that in the brick and mortar world, when you have retail hours, the store has to be open for those. Yes, you can shut down for periods of time, for sure you can. But at a week at a time or two weeks at a time. Again, in my perception and my mind, it's it was unheard of in the brick and mortar. If you listen to episode number six, Michelle point from Michelle's Flowers completely debunks that, right? That you can close down. But you know, we were in the early stages of business, we were still building our followers, right? So it wasn't something that we were prepared to do in the first year or second year of business. When Michelle started to kind of play with that, she was you know, 10 years into business. And so when you have a loyal following, you know, 10 years into business, it's something that you could probably maybe test out and tweak and see if that works for you, because you have that following, they're likely going to stick with you. One year into business, we don't really have the loyal following yet, right. And so it was something that we didn't really want to play around with. But two years into my business, I started to feel duped because I didn't think I was experiencing freedom at all in my business. In fact, nothing about owning a brick and mortar felt like freedom to me. I often said I traded a corporate career, one corporate career for two corporate careers, and then some. Now, brick and mortar business and retail is a very different ball game compared to like the online business or online coaching space. So it can't really compare the two. So I just want to make that clarification. It's why I started to actually explore the online space because I saw so many online business owners claiming to work way less and make more money. I know it sounds amazing, but having already felt duped, and I'm the only one to blame for being duped. I was naive to thinking what entrepreneurship entailed and all of that. I started down the path of contemplation because I'd already felt duped. So I just really wanted to kind of stop and pause for a moment and go, what is freedom to me, right? Was chasing freedom actually the thing keeping me broken unhappy? Hence why I wrote the blog on Screw the 9 to 5, because I had really taken the time to consider what that was. Are business owners being sold on the escape for freedom? But in reality, most business owners aren't actually experiencing that themselves. What does freedom mean to me? What is freedom? And here's what I discovered. The first thing, Chasing freedom as a business owner will keep you broken unhappy. I know it's a really bold statement, but it's true. Because at the end of the chase, you will never really feel fulfilled. You might feel fulfilled for a short period of time, but it's not going to be sustainable. It's because you're not currently satisfied with the freedom you already have each and every day. So you're looking for something outside of yourself to fix that feeling like you have the freedom. Maybe it's a new business venture, a car, a trip, a new article of clothing, whatever that might be. And we see this often um, in the travel world, you know, people working their nine to five jobs, and then they get their three weeks or five weeks or six weeks or however many weeks of holidays, and they live for the escape, right? So they live for the weekends and they live for the vacations. I know when I worked corporate, I was always driven by planning my next trip, planning my next experience. What are we doing on the weekend, right? And so you'll see that with a lot of people and that's living the trying to escape from what your current circumstances right now, which is corporate. And that was probably should have been the first sign for me that corporate just wasn't necessarily for me because I was always planning my next trip. Like I would get back from, you know, three weeks away to Peru or Costa Rica, three months in the Philippines. And it was instantly, how can I plan my next trip? Or where can I go next? So that to me is just chasing freedom or chasing that escape, so to speak, right? So looking in your life and going, where do I feel like I need to have this new idea, this new experience, a car trip, article of clothing? Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't desire a different lifestyle or business. That is not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is that chasing this new lifestyle, business, whatever it is that you're chasing, isn't going to make you happy or fill your pockets full of moolah. Happiness within has to happen first. It's about finding inner peace with your current situation, even if it sucks. And this is the hardest part. It's sitting with the uncomfortable feeling that you want more or something different, even if it takes time to make that shift. It's getting curious about what this restlessness is in your body and what's causing it. And this is so important because the minute we feel uncomfortable or we feel this restlessness, we don't want to deal with it. So we want to fix it. And we want to go and find something that we think is going to fill that void or fix that feeling. And the ultimate thing is, is actually sitting with it and getting curious about what's causing it at the deepest root level. Because the thing that you're seeking or searching for or chasing isn't going to fulfill that. And it's from this place of being as a business owner where you're not chasing freedom, but instead creating it in your day-to-day right now at this very moment, because the chasing energy is an attempt to escape your current reality. Let me repeat that. The chasing energy is an attempt to escape your current reality. The problem is that that good feeling hits initially when you start something new, when you buy something new, but it's not going to last. And I wrote in that blog, on the Screw the 9 to 5, and I gave the example about retail therapy, right? And it's a prime example where you go out and buy something, maybe it's a new pair of shorts or a new handbag or a new t-shirt or a new dress, and you buy something in that moment because you think it's going to make you feel better, prettier, look better, look more professional. Maybe you buy a new color lipstick because you think, oh, you know, I need bright lipstick and fancy makeup to be successful. Whatever it is that you're looking to fill sort of that void, you're going to feel good in that moment and it's going to make you feel better. But all that is, is what I call that dopamine hit. It's that distraction from a much deeper lesson knowing and learning that comes from stopping the chase as that quick fix and escape. You're always going to be on the chase cycle. You're always going to be on that seeking that escape. And selling the escape is something the marketing industry is really freaking good at. It's actually what it's like hinged on, right? You know, think about it. Most ads or sales messaging paints the picture of what you are currently unhappy with within your life or business, and they sell you on the solution or your greatest desires, aka an escape. This might be a short term fix like taking a trip. You know, I see these ads all the time in the winter and they work really well on me because I love to travel, but escape the winter with a trip to the Caribbean. That really plays into the heart and soul of people chasing freedom or chasing the escape or wanting to just get away from what it is, the current reality that they're living, freedom from their job for even a week. And it's an ad messaging. Like I said, I see every single winter. Since selling my brick and mortar business over a year ago, I noticed in the online space how heightened this message was, especially in the online coaching industry. Heightened in the fact that so many coaches sell how little they work, how they can take a nap during the day. They sell pretty travel photos, curated vacations. You know, they're recording vlogs of them gallivanting across Greece. Now, all of that is beautiful and lovely, but here's the thing the majority of online business owners that I've talked to are not experiencing freedom in their business, which always has me questioning whether how true things really are. Because when I see so many people posting how free they feel in their business, and yet the majority of people that I talk to, Don't experience that makes me wonder if that's why chasing freedom is something that so many of us do, right? Because there's this picture being painted that you can work less and hustle less and all of these things. And yet that's what everybody's chasing. But the majority of people aren't experiencing it right now. So, how true is that? Are business owners painting a real picture of what it's like to run an online business or a brick and mortar business? Or is it just a curated one to sell the escape, to play into people's desires? And the reason I care so much about this is because integrity and truth are two of my core values. They're the top two core values of mine, along with freedom. I really love freedom. And when the majority of online business owners share with me that they are unhappy in their business because it's not affording them the freedom they thought they would have when they started their business, being their own boss all of the things, I get super curious, right, when things don't really line up, or they don't make sense factually, or things just the stories that I'm hearing don't kind of reflect what I'm seeing in the online space, I start to get curious. So the first thing I always do is kind of observe situations. And I've, over the last year, worked very intimately with online coaches, course creators, consultants, experts, thought leaders, you name it, Brick and mortar service based businesses. I've worked with a gamut of them over the last year, particularly, but over the course of my career over 15 years. I've worked with them and I've listened to them and I've listened to the things that they're struggling with and I've listened to the things that they're feeling in their business. And I can guarantee you, most of them don't feel like they have that freedom and they're expressing that to me. And so I wanted to get curious about it to see why this was, and why this chasing freedom is such a phenomenon in the online space. And again, I take full responsibility for why I fell into the trap of chasing freedom, right? I take full responsibility for that. It's totally up to me. But like I said, the travel photos and the work less movement really played on my psyche, probably more so two years ago when I was super burned out. I love to travel, right? I didn't know at the time they were playing on my psyche. I was naive to it, right? I was like, oh man, look at these online business owners. They have all this freedom to do all of the things. The problem with selling that is freedom for one person will look totally different for another. I also noticed that a lot of business owners who preach this work less freedom lifestyle always working. And I know a lot of people have teams behind them. So you can't really gauge Well, she's on social media all the time, or he's on social media all the time. But when you're actually doing the stories, right, like you had to record those stories, like if it's your face on the story, if it's just like a curated image or a quote, or something like that. Yeah, I mean, you could have your team member just posting that. But if you're constantly recording video, Like you're present and working, right? And so I find it odd that the messaging that a lot of online business owners put out is, I'm working way less, I have this freedom lifestyle, but yet you're always online and you're always working. And for some, maybe that is what freedom is for them. But when I see business owners sharing how little they work, but they're launching live courses every six to eight weeks, back to back, all year long, that is working consecutively without a break. Right. So if you're launching every six weeks and your program is six or eight weeks long, you're basically launching back to back and you're enrolling back to back, meaning you have to show up on calls once a week or whatever, however it's structured for the duration of that program. So you're not really actually getting a break from having, like I said, to take coaching calls or show up to coach essentially weekly. Yes, you can sit by a palm tree, but you're still working. And for me, that is not freedom, or at least what I thought I was getting into when I was chasing freedom, because you've just changed the scenery of where you work, not how much you actually work. And I think most online business owners can agree that freedom doesn't mean working week in and week out, even if you're sitting poolside. Or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm completely wrong, which leads me to the final thing that I learned after contemplating why chasing freedom was keeping me broke and unhappy. It's because freedom looks so differently to everybody, right? When I, I was already working 18, 20 hours a week in my brick and mortar, I didn't come from corporate into brick and mortar to my online. But I was already clocking so many hours. And so for me to even shave off an hour a day and me sh- was one of the people that told me to do that, right? It's like hire someone even for an hour a day, Catherine, because that's going to give you the freedom in your day. And it's going to feel so good because you're already working 16 hours a day, right? Whereas in corporate, it's a nine to six job. I mean, I would go in early and I'd have to stay late sometimes, but I rarely worked weekends. you know. Whereas at the brick and mortar, I was working every weekend, right? And so again, freedom looks so different to everyone and the way in which we create it in our lives and our business is going to look different. That's the beauty, I think, of being a business owner. We get to choose what freedom actually looks like for us in our business. And if we aren't experiencing it, how can we create it right now in small steps to eventually get us to a point where we want to be so that we can ditch chasing freedom and create it instead? And this was a big learning for me because It was two years ago when I wrote that blog, but in the meantime, I was in a coaching container and I remember one of the coaches, I was sort of trying to build the online business, but I was working the brick and mortar and it was just a lot, right? And I remember thinking, I just want to go all in on my online business, but I don't have the time because my priority is with my brick and mortar first and foremost. And I remember this coach specifically saying in the moment as I was talking this out to him, right? Like, what are your priorities for your online business, yada, yada, yada. And I kind of dived into this backstory of like, I don't have any because I, you know, don't really have the time. So I'm just trying to make this work, yada, yada, yada. And he just stopped me in my tracks. And he said, so what I'm hearing is, is that you don't feel like you have the freedom or the time to make this online business thing happen faster than it is right now. And I paused for a moment and I said, yeah, that's exactly it. Like I just feel really restricted and stuck because I don't have the freedom to do what I want to do. And he said, what if you could create freedom, small amounts of it every single day in your day to day? And I stopped and I went, what? And he said, what if you could like, what would be one thing for you that would represent freedom? And I was like, freedom to be able to walk and grab a coffee without having to worry about locking a store, shutting a store, whatever. Freedom to be able to book time off on the weekend without having to ask permission, ask my partners for time off, try to work around their schedules. Freedom to like stop and have lunch in the day without feeling that like I have a 80 million page long to do list, right? So I started to kind of list these day to day things that I could implement into my business and to create freedom so that I started to feel better in the moment. And that was like a massive shift for me. And that's the beauty, like I said, of us being business owners, because we get to do that all the time. And if we don't, I think we're just going to keep chasing freedom until you take the time to define what it is for you and what those small things are. Because even those small shifts for me, like locking the store and putting a sign up, be back in 15 minutes was like freedom, right? Being able to take a, a weekend off without having to ask permission felt like freedom. To me, having staff that could watch the store for an entire day if I needed them to that felt like freedom to me. And so it was those small things that created freedom in each ounce of my day to day, which then really started to help me sort of ditch this chasing mentality, like chasing things outside of me or feeling like I was out of control that I didn't have the control or choice to create it right now. Right. And so We have to take the time to define what freedom is and even more importantly, what it isn't for you. Something other people can't do if their life seems pretty, even if their life seems pretty awesome, like your coach or your mentor or family, they can't do this for you. You have to sit down and figure out what freedom is for you right now in this moment, not something down the line, you know, five years from now, like in five years from now, if I'm working this really great job or I have this really great business, I'm making all this money, I'll be able to do da-da-da-da-da. No, 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 no. It's about defining what it is for you right now in your life in this current moment. And as I mentioned, for me, it was being able to put a sign up for 15 minutes or just being able to walk out of the store because I had staff or, you know, rejigging my schedule so I wasn't working weekends, scheduling more staff to work on weekends. It was all of those things, right? And those seemed very small in comparison to maybe some of the, you know, more grandiose ideas of what freedom is, right, that gets painted all over the interwebs about, you know, traveling through Europe or, you know, living on the beach in Bali, right? We see all of these curated photos or, you know, working at a co-working space in Thailand, right? We see all these really lovely curated images, but is that reality? Is that what the real life is of a business owner. And that's, like I said, the mission, my big mission on be the sought after entrepreneur is one to help entrepreneurs be, you know, the person and the leader and the business owner that they want right now, in order to achieve the things they want in the future. And that's partly what this chasing freedom is all about, right, is if we can ditch the chase, and we can start to create freedom in our everyday right now, Before we know it, we're going to have maybe the trips to Bali and the co-working spaces in Thailand, and we can create these things that are definition of freedom, right? So I took time to really dissect what freedom was for me and what it isn't, something I only learned after I stopped chasing it. Because chasing freedom also has you chasing an arbitrary idea of what you think looks good on other business owners, or chasing this like futuristic Idea of what freedom is when in reality, most of us have no idea what the lack of freedom really is, right? And that's a whole other topic. But for most of us, we have the freedom every day to even carve out 15 minutes of time for ourselves, or, you know, taking time to go get a petty in the middle of the day if you want to. Like we have. The freedom to even make the choice, right? To start creating instead of chasing. So for me, freedom isn't launching every six or eight weeks. It's not having back to back course offerings where each week has coaching calls or appointments in my calendar. Freedom isn't having to show up despite being sick or burnt out, which is something, again, I lived through, right? I showed up in my business through burnout for four. Years basically. You know, two years in, I was really burnt out and I worked another two full years in that brick and mortar on fumes and on survival. And this is the main reason I believe chasing freedom kept me unhappy. Freedom isn't selling others on the idea of it either, right? It's helping them define it for themselves. So, not selling them on the idea that, you know, they can work way less and make more money and they can travel the world and do all of these sorts of things, because that's something that takes time to build towards, right? And for everybody, their journey is different. Some might be able to create that in six months. Some might be able to create that in a year. Some might be able to create that in three months. Everybody's circumstances are different. And so when we paint this arbitrary, futuristic idea of what freedom is, when I'm making enough money, I will feel free in my business or whatever it is. When we sell that to people, their expectation is they want that now in their current state, but they have to work towards it. And so what can they do in their current state to create the freedom first and foremost, and then the travel and then the time with family that kids will come? Freedom for me isn't selling them on the idea of it. It's helping my clients and my audience define it for themselves. Freedom is less about money, career and job and way more about the environment and experience for me. What I mean by this is I live for experiences, it is like the medicine for my soul. And it doesn't have to be traveling, although I really love to travel. And you probably know that it can take, it can be taking an evening stroll, for example, it can be hanging with friends and playing board games. It can be spending time in my kitchen cooking, I love to experiment in the kitchen, I rarely follow recipes, I get an idea of what I want to cook. And then I just sort of like, wing it and go from there. It drives Craig nuts because I don't typically follow recipes. Sometimes it works out really well and other times it does not. Or it could be enjoying, like I said, you know, attending a live performance or getting lost in a good book or sitting in my backyard just listening to the birds chirp. For me, life is about experiences and soaking them up. That to me is what freedom is. So can I create even mini experiences throughout my day when I'm you know, in the early stages of building a business, or I'm in a massive growth phase, or I'm in, you know, really have these high goals I set for myself, can I create many experiences every single day in my day to day. So as a business owner, if my business doesn't afford me that, I just don't feel like I have the freedom that I want. So it's less about chasing freedom to fix this situation and more about creating that within myself first. Freedom for me is also learning to let go, take a step back, or quit when it's no longer serving my well-being. So I am guilty of holding on to things far too long for the sake of just pure willpower and wanting to make things work. I can hold on far too long, and that can look like, you know, me getting sick or burnt out as a result of that or just not being lit up by what I'm doing anymore. And so it's learning to let go. It's not working through the sickness. Because to me, here's the thing, you know, again, I hear this message often in the online space, predominantly is like, online business owners saying things like, you know, I would never sacrifice my well being or my health for my business. And yet, then they're experiencing burnout and sickness and they're still pushing through and working every day. To me, being able to step back and let go and not feel like I have to show up, despite being sick and burnt out, my brick and mortar, I showed up burnt out for two more years at the expense of my health and well-being, right? And so in order to heal my burnout... I needed to step away from the business altogether, you know? And so sometimes it's about letting go and quitting and stepping back and taking a full-on pause. And again, in episode number six, if you haven't listened to it, that's something that Michelle really preaches, right? She really preaches taking a pause because it was what was going to make her happy ultimately. And at the end of the day, that's well-being. And we oftentimes, again, I think we think we're not risking our well being, or we're not risking our health. But pushing through and still working hard in your business, despite, you know, the signs that your body's giving you your body will reveal and share again, this is a whole nother topic that we can dive into, but it's going to show you in different ways, specifically with chronic pain or illness in your body that's going to show up in different ways that are going to show you that you know, living the status quo or maintaining what you're doing is probably not uh, helpful for your well-being. So my hope again is for online business owners and entrepreneurs to create freedom in their everyday life and for the marketing space to stop selling the escape or what people are missing out on, right? Because I think that's where we stay on this, like chasing sort of energy. We see what other people are doing. We see that they've You know, they're selling what seems to be this like freedom lifestyle. And yet, as I mentioned, majority of people I've talked to are not experiencing that. And so to me, I feel like some of it is curated and it's this curated image of what they know is going to sell because they know that people want the freedom. And our next guest, Jenny Sharp, calls it dangling the carrot, right? She talks about on the next episode how there's always the next best thing that the marketing space is selling you on or online coaches and business coaches are selling you on. And I'm an online business coach and a marketing expert and all of that. But I love to do things differently in the marketing space. And so I feel like, you know, calling out to some degree, the things that I would love to see changed in the industry, but also what I would love to see and empower other business owners to do is to sort of like, eyes wide open, right, and discern what is real, what isn't real, what feels truthful, what doesn't feel truthful, and really decide for yourself internally, you know, what lights you up and what doesn't. And for everybody, it's going to be different. And that's why I wanted to share with you what my definition of freedom is, and what it isn't. But by no means is my definition of freedom right or wrong, right? So First, some business owner, maybe launching every six to eight weeks is what they want to do. And that to them, they feel free in that just because they're working online versus working maybe in a corporate office. Everybody's situation, like I said, is different. And so freedom is going to look differently and it's going to evolve. And so I'm so stoked to have Jenny Sharp on because like I said, she talks about the dangling carrot and how we're always kind of seeking that next best thing. And I'm stoked to have her on the next episode because She's sharing how to strengthen your intuition and tap into your feminine energy so that you can find a balance between the masculine and the feminine energy in your business. It's going to be such an amazing podcast episode. I cannot wait because it's a big question that a lot of my audience ask me is, okay, Catherine, you talk a lot about tapping into your energy and following your own sort of gut and doing things your own way. But when we've lived outside of ourselves for so long, it's hard to figure out how to trust that intuition again. It's been a big process for me. And so Jenny really does share some practical tips with you, some tips that I've never even heard of before. Um, So I'm super stoked for you to listen to that episode. I hope this episode has inspired you to contemplate as a business owner where you might be chasing freedom and why that might be causing you to be unhappy in your business. But more importantly, give you clarity around what freedom means to you and what it doesn't. This is also your permission to create that in your everyday life, which is the most important takeaway is that you get to create it right now. It's not some arbitrary futuristic thing down the line that you're working towards getting. You can create freedom right now in your day, whether it's 15 minutes a day or an hour a day or whatever that might look like for you. Maybe it's locking yourself in your bathroom and sitting in the tub for an hour or three. I won't judge you if it's three because I love sitting in the bath for three hours sometimes, but that's here nor there. I'm just saying that you get to create it every single day. And so really be sure to tune in next week when Jenny's on and subscribe to the show so that you don't miss when the episodes get dropped.
1: Cheers. Thanks for listening. We'll see you right back here next time. You can also find us on social media at creativelyowned and online at creativelyowned.com. Until next time, keep showing up as your authentic self.